This week, we're going to be talking about comparison at work. Yes, I know. Some people can be super annoying. In this episode, I'm going to teach you how to handle them and how to stay focused on you and only you. Let's get into it. What's up? It's your girl Genesis Michaela. I am an actress, entrepreneur, and student for life. And you are listening to an episode of My Sis Genesis. This podcast is dedicated to any millennial out there who is struggling in the area of adulting. Oh, and a little disclaimer. I do not have it all together. And that's okay. This podcast welcomes the perfectly imperfect. I want to share both my struggles and my successes with you. And I want to hear about yours as well. So, if you're ready, let's figure this thing called life out together. Hey guys, what's going on? How are you? I am so happy to be back for another episode of My Sis Genesis. It's been a crazy week. Um, but, you know, I'm pushing through. I actually have to go to work in a couple hours, so I wanted to make sure that I get this podcast recorded, and then um, when I come back tonight, I'll probably try and edit it and, you know, do what I do. But, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to, you know, help y'all with these obstacles because I'm having so many, and I feel like because of all the jobs that I've had, like, over the years, like, everything is, like, coming to this, like... I have like this wisdom now where I'm like, oh, I, I, I understand. I get it. So I just want to share that with you guys. And um, yeah, so let's get into the one thing that I absolutely cannot live without this week. So this week, I absolutely cannot live without the new vet that I switched to for my dog, Charlie. So about a month ago, I made a post on Instagram, like in my story, and I was just talking about how trash the vet is, like the front office is at the vet that I've been going to for a couple years. And I just was like, why are they like this? And so the other day, I decided to go to another veterinarian office that is kind of close to my house as well and guys it was like night and day like they are just so kind and so attentive and so caring and they they go the extra mile which I really like and I've gone there actually multiple times over the years because I've had cats and then you know other family members their animals went there too and I've accompanied them um and they've always been super sweet so I don't know why I just I don't know. I just felt like the other place was extra, extra close. And this place was, it's like close, but not as close. So anyway, um, I just, I just got the best service from them and just everything was great. The front office people are so nice. They don't mind taking your call, answering your questions. And I've actually went to them for second opinions just on the phone. I'm like, uh, is this okay? Like, I don't trust what they're saying here. Like, what do you guys think? And they will give me their opinion and they'll ask the vet and everything with no, for no charge. And, um, I just really appreciate that about them. But, um, I just feel like sometimes God will like, push you out of the boat and you find that you can swim to something way better and now I have peace of mind and I'm so happy that I made the switch and so 
yeah, that's the one thing I'm loving this week. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into our topic for today. You guys know that's like my favorite line. Um, also, if you hear a lawnmower in the background, my bad, my apologies, but we shall move on. So let's talk about dealing with comparison at work. Okay, so as you guys know from last week's episode, I got a new job, right? And there are people who still work at the company and some who have left who have also been in the position that I now hold. And so my coworkers, some have been there for so long, some have been there for like years, decades. It's crazy. But um, they continue to make that known to me. You know, they bring it to my attention all the time. And they seem to have like a great time comparing me to others, both negatively and positively. And I personally feel as though this way of communicating is pointless. And I found myself feeling a bit bothered, if I'm being honest, um, because like I said, I don't really get the point of of what they're doing. Like, what are your intentions? Like when you bring this information and your thoughts and opinions about my job performance versus someone else's to me? Like, are you hoping that I feel bad about myself? Are you wanting me to gain an insecurity surrounding my work performance? Are you attempting to somehow motivate me to be like so-and-so or to not be like so-and-so? Like whether it's good or bad, talking super highly of someone or down upon someone seems like a weird um, skewed way to reach your objective if there is one at all. Like it just... I don't get it. And so it just seems pointless, like I said, and petty. And if you haven't listened to the episode that I did like maybe two weeks ago on adulting, no one can be you like you, you can head over to genesismichaela.com slash episode 10. And I talk about how I am not into the whole crabs in the barrel way of thinking or moving. That's just not who I am. And that's not who I want to be. And so I know that I am a strong and independent thinker and I know my worth. Like I've spent and I continue to spend like all this time understanding what unique qualities and characteristics that make me me. And I'm not a speed racer when it comes to doing most things. I know that about myself. Like I am detail oriented and I am effective in my execution. That's me. And I'll have that over being super speedy any day. And I know that about myself. Like, I'm fine with that. And so, yeah, that's just a little bit of what I've been dealing with at work. And I have come up with some solutions as to how I am combat combating that um, just pointless conversation. Like, what are, you, what are we talking about? So this is how you deal with it. Number one, I need you to know your worth, okay? Know who you are, how you work, and why you were hired. What is the special sauce you bring to the table? Make sure you know those things about yourself because people are going to try to throw all this on you um, and it might make you feel a little insecure about yourself if you don't know what you bring to the table. But also, even if it's positive things about you and they're trying to compare that to someone else's performance, that's also not who you want to be either. I'm not here to um, be better than someone and um, like accept uh, compliments 
based off of someone else's downfall. That's not me either. So I think it's important to also be aware of that when even they're trying to compare you uh, positively um, to someone else and they're putting a bad uh, reputation and, and a bad name on the other person. I'm not about that life either. So make sure you know your worth. Number two, I need you to evaluate the source. Take a good look at the person or the people who feel so strongly about telling you how good or bad you are at your job. Like, ask yourself these questions. Did they hire you? Do they sign your checks? Do they manage you? Not to say managers or CEOs should be implementing these um outdated, unproductive, unsustainable tactics, but this foolishness should especially not come from someone who has no bearing on your job success at all. Like, who are you? What, who, are you talking to me right now? Like, I don't, just stop. So make sure you evaluate the source because sometimes it doesn't even matter. Don't even, you don't have to think too far. You probably don't even have to like do anything after that. But I'll give you a third point. Number three, understand that the comparison game they are hoping to play with you is designed to distract you. So opt out. And I want to give you guys a scenario because you guys know I'm good for that. It's the actor in me, them. This is what they're going to say. When so-and-so worked here, she used to do this and she used to do that. And -and so-and-so sucked at this, but you're doing really well. And -and so-and-so was a B, but you're so much nicer. And -and so-and-so used to do this for us all the time when he worked here. So, um, yeah, he used to do that all the time. This is your response. And what would you like me to do with that information? (laughs) Now, after you say this, this ask, ask them this question to their foolishness, they're probably going to stumble and they're probably going to fumble. Why? Because petty, immature, senseless people don't like or expect you to respond to their BS in such a concise, mature, direct manner. Also, people get thrown off when you respond with a question when the typical response would have been, you know, a passive, weak, or super defensive statement. And so they're probably already going to be shook. Like, did she just ask me what I want, like, what I really want her to do? Did she ask me for an objective? Like, what's my objective? I don't have one. I'm just talking. Oh, maybe you should stop talking. Anyway, so then this is what they're probably going to be like. Uh, 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 I was just trying to let you know. I was I was trying to help you out. I, I was just trying to tell you that you're doing better than someone. So I was giving you a compliment. <clears throat> this is what you say to them. I hear you. And I think you should know that I am not so-and-so. And I am not interested in competing with anyone other than myself. I'm just imagining like their face. I promise you guys, this is going to work. This is going to work. Now, disclaimer, they might be like, you know, that's a B, like under their breath, they might say something slick, but they're going to say it under their breath because one, you set up a boundary where you don't want to hear about so-and-so and that has no impact on your life or what you're going to do moving forward. And so they're probably not going to keep coming to you with that. And that's going to solve your problems right there. Obstacle eliminated. Like, anybody got time for y'all? So 
actually want to read an, an excerpt from an article I got from DaveRamsey.com, and it was written by Ken Coleman. And I'll make sure I'll link it in the show notes so you guys can check it out and read the full thing. But I just thought um, this part resonated with kind of what we've been talking about. So it says, evaluate your own performance, not others. Keep this in mind. The only person you should compare yourself to is the you of yesterday. Anytime you start to feel yourself spiraling into comparison, take the focus off the other person and put it on yourself. Are you more focused at work than you were last week? Are you a bolder leader than you were last month? Did you sell more this year than you did last year? If the answer is yes, you're making progress, no matter what anyone around you is doing. In fact, instead of comparing, think of measuring. Those two things might sound the same, but there's a difference. You can measure your work performance against your job description and expectations to make sure you're hitting and going above the mark. You can measure the progress of your goals You can measure the work you do today against the standard you set yesterday. All of these examples are different from comparison because they focus on healthy improvement, not being better or worse than someone else. Whoo, and that is, that's it. That's it, period. That's it. You have to change your framework And you can't allow people to to try and throw you into this pool of comparison and play that game. It's just not worth it. It's energy waster. And ain't nobody got time for that. Like, uh, I'm just saying. And so if you do find that you are getting a little bit distracted and now you are, you know, playing into the whole comparison thing and your mind is just trying to tell you you're not good enough or whatever, whatever, or like, oh, you're so great because you're better than someone, you need to just knock yourself down because you're getting distracted from one, who you want to be and why you're there in the first place. So I also got this from the article. It says, A clear vision of who and where you want to be motivates you to keep moving forward. If you haven't thought about that vision in a while, or if you've never really defined it in the first place, now is the time. Take your eyes off of your current problems, setbacks, and shortcomings and set your sights on that vision. Keep working toward it one step and one day at a time. And I promise you, All the comparison will fade into the background as you get closer and closer to your dream. So guys, you have to remember why you are at work. You didn't come to work to be like or to not be like so-and-so. You came to work to be like you and do what only you can do in the way that only you can do it. And that's on period. So that's it guys again i'll link everything in the show notes make sure you subscribe so you can catch next week's episode where we will tackle more obstacles at work and how to successfully overcome them that concludes this episode of my sis genesis i hope you enjoyed it and if you found the information useful you can let me know by subscribing to the podcast and by giving me a five-star rating and review you can find me on instagram at jen mckay and for everything else just click on the link in the show notes have a great rest of your week and remember that nobody can be you like you love you bye